0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the FPL Renegades podcast. My name is Drew. We're here recording on Tuesday, the 5th of January. And as always, I'm joined by my good pal Kirks. How are you, Kirks? Hi, Andy. Delighted to be here. Welcome back to the show. Happy New Year and all that. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year. Jesus. Fuck. Um, yep. I'd like to take this opportunity to wish all of our listeners a
1: happy new year. Would you? <laughs> no, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so it's a happy new year for me. Such,
1: such a professional,
0: Kirk. You got to give the people what they want. Make them feel important, and then off air, we're going to be one of these podcasts who get done off air for like Colin Oliver.
1: We going to be, be. going to be a sting.
0: Yeah, but like we call them idiots on air. So what's the worst that can happen?
1: Ew. you know, <laughs> can't answer that on air.
0: Yeah. So yeah, welcome back to the show. It's good to be back. Did you enjoy a break from pardon? Did we take one week? Just I think we. I don't think we've missed much.
1: I think we missed one week, but uh yeah, I don't know. I just didn't feel like it. It was just so much football anyway. I, I don't even know if we had a pod. It probably would have been in the middle of a game week, or the middle of a game. So,
0: yeah, um, one of the bits of feedback from one of the last pods we did, which was mid-game week, was they really enjoyed our reactions during the games. Are you
1: watching United?
0: I think it was City playing West oh, Brom. So it was kind of like the FPL pod equivalent of Gogglebox <laughs> uh, Fuck cross it don't cross it <laughs> I didn't listen Back to it but I can't remember it being in any way Entertaining but sure no, here I, we are I
1: thought, I thought you were very distracted
0: Yeah but look Game week 17 is just gone And um, we'll have to talk about That before we move on to more pressing matters Which is blank game week 18 Which I'm really looking forward to Slightly less blank game week 18 Mm-hmm so That's before just... we get into that, how has the latest game week gone for you? Is it more a case of how last year was going or have things improved at all?
1: Are we skipping the week before? Yeah. Yeah, we will. That, that was what for... the two, the two games were canceled. So I'd I go to, on. Like... It
0: feels like you need some counseling. Tell me what happened.
1: I, I actually have to go back to it now to make sure that I got the right guys. Where's my points? Go backwards, backwards. Oh yeah. 35 points. That wasn't great. Um, who was it? So it was the City game called off and the Tottenham game called off. And fucking moron here had brought in a lot of Spurs players for the first time this season the keeper and Dyer. And it uh, was called off. And I had
0: half your reason to bring them in was to jinx them, but... <laughs> it didn't work. did
1: Well, they still have a chance to win that game in hand. Gabriel still has COVID and then De Bruyne and Foden had their game called off. So it was a... Very interesting week. Safe to say I got a red arrow that week.
0: But the fact that you had Spurs guys who did quite well last time out and KDB and Foden, I presume you turned it around in game week 17.
1: I turned it all around, Andy. (laughs) I'm back. I'm only 3.2 million now. I think I've clawed it back 800,000 places. Only another 2.2 million places to go. Not to be sniffed at, Kirk, because you have to take it week by week. Yeah, I feel like I went around it the hard way to get these points, whereas other people have matched my score and like just did it the, the normal way. So I don't know. I think last year a probably something like this would have been monster. Like I would have gotten 75, 80 points, and other people would have gotten 20 or 30 points, and it'd be like, you know, massive green arrow and a big gap. But I keep saying like over the last few weeks, all of the uh premiums are scoring. So like you hit De Bruyne and Fernandez and then Son and Kane both score I mean it's only Salah I think this week who let people down in terms of a, a premium so like you don't gain any ground I mean I got 75 points and I thought yay probably 20 points nearer the next guy in the league he's 4 points further away <laughs> <laughs> 79 points I'm like fucking hell how did that happen and just you go through the players and you're like yep that's like De Bruyne Fernandez, Son Kane and I know whoever else and you're like everybody's getting points this week points for everybody
0: yeah, when I was uh, looking at the game week beforehand, I didn't think it was going to be a crazily high-scoring one. I didn't really have high hopes, and it turned out really well. I don't know why I didn't have high hopes. I just wasn't a big fan of some of my players' Is this for 16 or for 17? For 17. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But uh, it turned out to be quite high-scoring. I suppose City and Chelsea, I didn't expect City to win so easily, and KDB to get all the points, and... Um, don't know what else? United was a kind of close, close knit affair. No, it was a tight affair, can't even talk anymore. But uh, Bruno still got all the points, and um, yeah, I just thought it was going to be a, one of those middle of the road weeks where you might get 40 points. And you know,
1: yeah, to be honest, be very really handy with 40 points before it started. I'm still persisting with the Foden thing, so <laughs> um, I was actually planning my bench for people to be coming off it which is never a good start.
0: Yeah, I had three Leeds players as well, actually, against Spurs. That's a big
1: oh, yeah, of part course. of the I reason did. I was expecting a bit of
0: a... being between a rock and a hard place. Where, actually, Kenny any points from them? Uh, no, I benched Dallas, and I played Rafinha and Bamford two points apiece. But Dallas only got one point, so I benched the right one, which is a small
1: victory. So, Suchek was a big one. Kufal, that's a good one as well.
0: Yeah, I got 75 points, so I think I got the same as you, did I?
1: Yep, which means I have made zero ground.
0: Yeah, but zero, you're never reach. going to catch me. I'm not the target, Kirk, so you need to lower your expectations
1: this season. And I, <laughs> I don't mean that
0: in a smug, cocky, or uh, uh,
1: any other you... kind of way.
0: Just You realism. opened up this,
1: this Zoom call with, I've got many green arrows, many, many green arrows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're like, why are you doing that accent? Like, I don't know. It's my green arrow voice. But... uh yeah, so 75 points uh, Picked the right captain Kane got 24 points Had loads of blanks But still got points
1: So it was great uh, The correct captain Was actually Phil Foden Which I chickened out of
0: <laughs> Yeah, surprised Did he get three bonus in the end?
1: Yeah, and two for De Bruyne 14 and 13
0: And I don't blame you For chickening out Kirk you've been Stung many times before <laughs> You know really I nice. think you're finally Coming round to Phil Foden Is a big enough differential By himself
1: Yes, that is actually the the the, uh, the summary I've come to. Yeah, I having not, him is good enough.
0: I do not need Phil Foden times two anymore.
1: It's um really annoying though. Like he was so good the last day, and like when he plays, he scores goals and gets assists. And I bet you he's dropped for next game.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just a baller. Although uh, Riyad Mahrez seems to have kind of fallen completely out of favor. I have no idea why.
1: I I don't know. One of us said this a couple of weeks ago. Remember, you got the hat trick, and I actually brought him in, and I was like, "Why the fuck did I bring him in?" I just shipped him out. I was just like, "He's not going to be. You're going to see him again for like two months." And like, sure enough, he's just been dropped for no reason, just sitting on the bench.
0: It's so random. Like Bernardo's getting his game. We hadn't seen him in weeks. Uh, Like you said, Foden started. You just can't second guess.
1: Sancho started again, actually, as well some of those oh.
0: positions. You can, you know, you can say KDB will play, you can say Sterling more than likely will play, but you just can't guess the the other two to three to four, even kind of midfield to wide forward slots.
1: Yeah, no, it's impossible, but their fixture run is so good now. Like, Brighton at home, Chris Path at home, Villa at home, West Brom away, Sheffield at home, Burnley away. I mean, it's pretty much like if you were to pick the fixtures you wanted them to have, this is it. And a double game weekend there, both games at home. So, Try picking somebody who's going to play. Yeah, that Can was a massive, have to pick somebody?
0: massive change in events since the last time we potted. City now have a, a double and a lovely double. So we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, there's no point going on about our game week 17s that much more, unless you've anything else to say. I just want to say that I'm on 10 green arrows in a row, Kirk, because <laughs> I've only tweeted it once or twice in the last week.
1: Hours. Oh, did you? I'm glad I don't follow you. so...
0: Yeah, I love it. You don't follow us. You don't follow your own podcast.
1: Don't follow you. Are you second in the Renegades podcast league as well? Yes, I was looking at that as
0: well. That could be I'm epic sure because if I win that, it saves you money, Kirk. Oh, thanks. We're not paying out to like anyone that comes below me. It's part of the game. If you can't be the only two members of the podcast in the league, you don't deserve anything.
1: I'm just going to bring up the pass and say I did quite well last year in our knockout league.
0: (laughs) You sound like me last year, talking about doing well the year before. Have I ever
1: told you when I finished in the top 5k?
0: (laughs) It's come full circle. It's uh, a karma. I'm happy enough to move on from 17. It was a high scoring week. We both did quite well. You wanted to do better. That's what I'm getting out of that. Ah,
1: that Diaz clean sheet.
0: Why? Come here to me, Kirks actually. As a, a Liverpool fan, we, we can't touch on things like that. There was that double clean sheet wipeout for a lot of city owners. That was just sick, but it was just delightful to watch. Last kick of the game, and you just knew it was going to come. But You uh, did. Liverpool, right? A few folk in a group chat I'm in have this, uh, I think it's a bit of a wild conspiracy theory that something's not right with Mo Salah at the minute. And there may have been a falling out between him and other players and they weren't passing it to him yesterday on
1: purpose. No way. Yeah. Googling it now. But it seems like a very difficult thing to do without uh like it being blatantly obvious. No? Do you
0: think that could be a thing at like elite sport level in a kind of squad that's just full of winners, that they'd actually do that out of pettiness? I, I just can't see how. It- would be a thing
1: I can't imagine anybody want to sign somebody who would do that like it would just surely just put your whole career at risk like you're a bit of a knob
0: yeah but watching the match and as a Liverpool fan did you know I, I thought Salah was a bit shit again but he hasn't been great for the last two or three weeks I just think he's not in form he's not making the right runs so people aren't passing it to him
1: I actually I just think lyrical teams is completely unbalanced um I know they have the three guys up front, but I don't think that's enough to go to any game and think that they're going to be like brilliant. Like they're playing two semi-fielders at centre back. Trent has just become, I don't know, Maddie Cash. He's just like
0: <laughs> Yeah, you wish Maddie Cash was class <laughs> against United. He was whipping in all sorts of dangerous balls. I just I
1: just wanted the same But uh, Trent is looking
0: he... like Wambasaka without Wan-Bissaka, the defending.
1: Wan-Bissaka <laughs> Wan-Bissaka set up somebody the last day, didn't he? He has an assist. He's bombing it down the right pretty sure he set up brashford's goal didn't he
0: okay so can i paraphrase you and say those people are absolute fruit loops is that what you're trying to tell me here
1: well i'm saying they have to be fruit loops i just can't imagine professional footballers would do that like at the expense of winning a game and not winning a league and whatever money comes with that it seems bananas no,
0: Thank you, Your Honour, that's all I have.
1: <laughs> I rest my case.
0: Yeah, so uh, we'll move on to Game Week 18, because that's what everybody wants to talk about. Um, it's you? the first real pivotal moment in the season, I feel like. It's uh, the first big chance where loads of people are going to be using their chips, but it's definitely not a... You can get around using your chips, and it's not for, for everyone. It depends on your how your team set up at the minute, and also... It's just a little bit scary because there's, you know, postponements on the horizon, yeah. it seems, you know, you just don't know if but you're going to get um, away with it or not.
1: I, I think you're going to touch on it, like getting points on the board and like using your chips where you can, but it's kind of double-edged. Like they at the moment, there's games being called off and there's 40 people being tested positive today. So is now the riskiest time as opposed to even if they had a break and came back and everybody's vaccinated and it's all getting better. Like you don't really know which is the the worst case.
0: Yeah, so Kirks, can we rewind a little bit? You said it's double-edged, so I know you're not very good with phrases. A double-edged what would you say? Double-edged sword. Okay, yeah, that's okay. I thought you were going to say something like a double-edged balloon or a double-edged <laughs> cracker. I at
1: blade there for a second. I was like, hmm. I thought
0: I you say- were going to say dagger. <laughs> I could just... Double-edged dagger. I can just imagine you say double-edged dagger for some reason. I think it works. But no, that's a fair point, and uh, we're both going to be approaching this differently. So we'll we'll talk about that when we're talking about our own game week eighteen plans. But uh get the ball rolling, I want to have a Kirk's eyed view at it, and it's a uh, just a way that you have a uh, looking at FPL that is different to quite a lot of other people. So you like to look at the matches on a head to head kind of basis, decide which team you think is going to win, and then you'll oh, yeah. pick you'll <laughs> pick bench and even transfer out players based on that. So. I think it might be you know helpful.
1: What? I chickened out of it last week. And it's unbelievable. I've been sticking to it, sticking to it. And I chickened out of it last week and lost points because of it.
0: I quite like it. And I think it's, you say chicken out. I think it's a kind of brave way of looking at it. Because it often means you'll be benching expensive players. Because I should have
1: benched Bamford. And I said it. And then I didn't do it. And fucking Dyer sitting on my bench with a cleanie. Yeah, but you kind of take it, a to, word. You take it to the next level. It's not a
0: real word, no. It's not a word you would use on work or outside of FPL. <laughs> okay. Um, you might even use it in front of your mates, I don't think. It's a real FPL. Okay. We made it up. You didn't make it up, but it's very FPL, and it's a little bit cringy, I feel. No? Okay, we won't, we won't use that on air. Yeah, but no, you can use it on air. Just don't use it in tomorrow's Zoom meeting in work or... <laughs> Even the lads' ah. poker Zoom meetings don't use a turn then, but FPL wise,
1: cleanie is fair game. Um, yeah. So as to answer your question, yes, I have benched ten million plus players previously.
0: Yeah. So let's look at it like that, and I think it might uh, be a good way of uh, picking our free hit team because, like, for your free hit team, you're trying to maximise your points. You're trying to get the strongest eleven out there, but you're also, I think, you should take gambles like that. So if you think Spurs aren't going to beat Villa, and you want to avoid Kane and Son. It might be a good way to get ahead in a kind of game that it's not a coin flip. But Villa aren't big underdogs.
1: Oh, they got chances, taking a goal as well. Like so, you could easily see Villa win that game. It's not beyond the realms of possibility. So, um, like you said, if you take a punt on Villa, it's cheaper for one, which means you can probably have two or three Villa players and then splash out on some big City players and United players. So, yeah, you're still trying to balance the budget. But I I I, like you said, I I don't like especially going into a a one game kind of one game week, you can pick anybody you want. Like why would you pick two Vidal players and two Tottenham players? Like that's just total fence sitting. And it's not a double game week. So it's not like they have a second chance in the second game to pick up points. Um also there's quite a short gap between these games, isn't there? Um so what's it eighteen is on the thirteenth and then nineteen starts on the seventeenth? So you also have a rotation risk in there as well. So um, I don't know, maybe a sonic Kane are less likely to be rotated than uh, a Sterling and, a, I don't know, Aguero or someone I mean. So you've got loads to think about. Um, and I'm definitely nail your colours to the mast. Yes, I think I nailed that one. Yeah. Um, I think you used to say something like,
0: nail your colours to the donkey, which I could see where <laughs> you're going, but it wasn't right. I think bad. you're going to give me a, a bad name. But anyway, Kirk, rewind a little bit because I'm not condoning we avoid Spurs. It was just an example and one that I think it's a bit of a gamble and you could get completely ahead, but it could also hammer you if uh, Son and Kane do this Sun and Kane double act that they've been doing all season and you could get killed.
1: Oh, that's but, fine. The safe option is probably go for three Spurs and one Villa or something like that. Yes, yeah.
0: but let's go through the games one by one and look, it could be a skip for some teams and like you don't want to get any of them in. So let's... Good. Operate on the assumption that you're free hitting or you're trying to get in the best team possible because okay, no, you're it. not, but just do it for the people who are. So, go Sheffield United, Newcastle, you go for it.
1: Anything? Has, has to be Newcastle. I mean, Sheffield United were playing okay and just a bit unlucky, but they've been playing actually pretty poor now the last two, three game weeks, deservedly losing. And you just don't see them getting out of it. I think O'Connell, uh, the iceberg, uh, They're two massive players, so they're both out. They can't score a goal. They're swapping the strikers like every game, change formation slightly, dropping Goldrick into midfield. Your man Ampadu is playing in midfield. It's just a bit of a mess. And if you had to pick a team to win it, you're probably going with Newcastle. Um, if Newcastle lose that game, (laughs) Bruce is probably getting the sack. Um, at the moment, I've got um. Again, okay, it's, it's different from my point of view, but I've Wilson in my team, which I think is maybe just the best option. And then after that, probably a defender if you can pick one who's playing Shar or Fernandez. Cool. I agree with that. Uh, Sheffield
0: United, it's a no go for me. And um, even though Newcastle aren't a team that are going to score many goals, just their defense, it's just such a pale comparison to last season. On my free hit, the only Newcastle player I'm looking at at the minute is Darlow. And I'd be surprised if he's not my goalie. I think he's looking yeah. okay, he's making loads of saves. I don't think he'll be very busy against Sheffield United, but I think he'll be up to anything they throw at him. Very good chance of a clean sheet and uh, five million. I'm finding that not hard to spend my budget, but I think it's you, you can make yeah. several good teams with your like 103 4 million or whatever you're at now. So, um, what do you reckon the score is in that game, Dan? Yeah, um, I think that could easily be nil all or like one nil Newcastle. I don't think that's going to be much enough.
1: That's exactly what I'd say. I'd say it's nil all or a goal either way. Um, if Sheffield United can score, I'd say they'd hold on for their dear lives. But uh, yeah, if I was nil all wouldn't it? Lucas will be the first two, I'd say. Yeah, I think I'll have Brewster on my bench. Just He's in my team
0: at the minute and just that four and a half million enabler that if he has to come off the bench, he will he might get a point at least, like he's probably going to get some yeah. minutes. Yeah, but... it sounds
1: stupid, but like a point from a four and a half million guy is the same value as what? a nine million getting two points, a 12 million getting three points. It's very interesting. And you
0: know, like the way FPL is going this season, that it's going to be the week where we kind of bank on Newcastle, keeping a clean sheet and Brewster scores his first goal of the season and Sheffield United win one, nil. but uh, enough about that rubbish. Let's move on to Burnley against United, the new kid on the block in this game week. And it's kind of thrown a spanner into the works for some people. Some people are happy about it. Some aren't, but it gives us a lot more options.
1: I think i'm upset about it because it does give people more options and easier options i think it would have been better had they not been dropped into this game week because i was going to mention like it's fernandez definitely has to be your team now away day specialist penalty taker united against burnley like he's just now in everybody's team free hit or not um but you now have extra options for defenders and rashford and stuff as well which I just makes it easier for people rather than um it's a bit trickier both when that game wasn't in there do you think it makes it easier
0: for like free hitters like myself and makes it harder for you who was building a team or it just makes it easier
1: for everybody? Uh, it probably benefits the people who don't want to take the risk. So I think it's easier now to build a safe team, an average team. Like you're going to have Sun Kane, Fernandez, de Bruyne, Diaz, uh, Arsenal holding probably. Like there's a real template team there that people can go to and it'll do okay. But I think when that game wasn't in there, you had to take more of a risk. You had to pick players. You had to make a choice. Um, Those three players that aren't going to come from United had to come from a Sheffield United or or Newcastle or someone like that. So I think it's made it easier for people who are free hitting and probably lost me points in a net weight. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. And for people that are
0: building for 18, it's just like a bit of a, it's an easy it's a soft landing for them into game week 19 because they now have united there and then united obviously double in 19 so if you wanted to take a hit to get in a couple of united players in 18 it'll pay for itself like going into 19 so it is makes it a yeah. little bit softer i feel same with the city as well yeah so how do you think that game is going to go
1: i think it should be a comfortable win for united i'd say it'd be 2-3 to united okay and uh, players i'm looking at for
0: United on free hit. I'm, look, I'm going to watch the cup lineup. So, United playing the League Cup and the FA Cup before that. But I would like to have Luke Shaw on my team. He's only 4.8 million. Um, he's taking a lot of corners, a lot of free kicks. He's getting forward a lot. He, he hasn't turned it into any attack and returns. But like he's bound to sometime. And just for 4.8 million, I'd like him in my team. But there's obviously the risk of Telez getting in there. Uh, Bruno is a must. If I wanted to be a bit safer in defense, I'd probably pick Harry Maguire. He's due a goal at some point and he still obviously has the clean sheet potential that Joe well, has. Well, a bit cheaper? He just offers nothing. Once he crosses the halfway line, his legs just turn to spaghetti. I just can't, <laughs> I can't do it.
1: Who was your spaghetti player from last two weeks? Tammy Abraham. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's a recurring team now on this podcast
1: comparing players to spaghetti. That's, I'm pretty sure wan is 5.3. Yeah, he's three points ahead of Maguire. He's 5.4. So it's probably not much of a difference. Um,
0: I can just imagine Maguire getting his head on something, though. I can't imagine yeah, yeah. doing anything. And then there's obviously Rashford. I think I'm going to avoid him. I'm going to upset you now. I'm thinking of putting in uh, Tony Marshall into my free hit team. Is
1: Cavani available? He will be. Yeah, I think he'll, he's... He'll play. Think so? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was just reading uh Schalke's comments about him there um last week, and he just the way he's talking about him, like he was like picking him up, and he was kind of like he's not here to warm the bench; he's he's here to play play games from the start in the team. Like, and I, he's he's quality, like, and he knows how to play as a striker. And I just think he'll play. He might be more suited to the Burnley game as well. He offers a bit of an aerial threat, and let's will say Martial won't play left, Cavani in the middle, and Rashford right, or something like that. Um. The Greenwood's been in and out a little bit, hasn't he, on the right hand side? So,
0: yeah, that's true. Uh, just Martial's underlying stats have been quite good recently without me noticing them. Like, he's a couple of goals, he's got a good few assists. Like, his uh XG and XA are both quite uh healthy, like, they're two point about 2.5 for each of, of them over the last four or five games.
1: Yeah, his goal against Villa mm-hmm. actually was quite good, it was brutal defending. I can't remember who was. Mingze, was it Mingze? <laughs> Had to be Mingze. Um, but I actually, for once, I was kind of looking at it, going, "Jeez, that was actually well done." Like he, he got a bit of space, and got the shot off, and it was a good goal. But like your talk, you're going back then three game weeks to when he got the assists against Leeds, and I said it to you at the time. Like some of them he didn't even mean. One of them was a miscontrol, and it bounced off his foot and went to somebody else, and they scored. Um, and his goal in the game before that against Sheffield, he missed the ball the keeper fell on the ground because of the kick, and then he kicked it into the open goal. Like, I don't know how you put numbers against these. Is that him playing well? Is, like, is that... <laughs> I don't. Things are just falling his
0: way, Kirk, at the minute without playing well. So can you imagine when he does start playing well? So look, those stats that I was kind of stumbling upon earlier, like in the last five game weeks, his XG is 2.94, his XA is 2.21. Now I know you're saying a lot of those are bouncing off his face and going in and going into the That well, was winners. One
1: of them, anyway. I not like. It's not. I always say this. It's not like he's a bad capable of of good things, but like I always just worry he's he's a a bad match away from just being sold completely. Yeah, and Cavani there.
0: But then he's had 15 shots, five big chances. I just think he's a little bit more
1: relevant. Rashford, and Rashford's the mix been playing really well though. See Rashford's dribble there the last game where he went by two or three lads in the box.
0: Yeah, I'm finding
1: it lightning. easier to
0: pick midfielders than forwards, though. I kind oh, of yeah, have of a course. spare it's slot because Martial's a forward at the minute. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'll watch the cup minutes, but yeah, you have put a a seed of doubt in my head
1: with Cavani in there. But uh, I'd nearly bring in Cavani. I think he's a good option. Um, it's very risky, though. No. Oh yeah, as a total like punt, but um, they're playing quite well. They got quite an attacking team, and he's a he's a good finisher. Like you um, won't take penalties but I'd imagine if Fernandes you might
0: okay cool so we'll move on from United Wolves Everton nobody's really talking about it um, I haven't seen many of these players in free hits and if you're building a team you're probably not bringing these in either because I don't think either of them have a double in 19 but uh, anyone stand out in that game for you
1: oh that, that's a very difficult game to even guess like I'm, I'm thinking nil all probably on, on paper again Maybe one goal to either side. That's kind of it. Um, Richarlison's back. He played the last game, didn't he? Uh, massive player for them. Uh, I'm just going to click in to see. Um, they have a few players out still. I think I think if I had to pick one, I think I'd just go with Wolves. I think Wolves will keep a clean sheet and maybe they're more likely then to nick it but I think defender, maybe keep saying it all, maybe go for a defender from each team. That gives you two players. One of them is about to get a clean sheet. It's going to be something to know, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I kind of agree with that assessment. I, I haven't had one Everton player in my free hit team and I can't see me having any of them either. Like if the likes of Adinia was fit, I'd, I'd throw him in there because if we think it's going to be low scoring, then he obviously offers that uh, extra attacking threat. But like it's all a bit meh from Everton for me. Uh, yeah, Definitely. I really like the looks of uh, Sice, who seems to have forced his way back into the the lineup. He started the last few. He's had ten shots in the last five games, eight in the box. He scored two goals. His xG is in the top five for defenders over those games, and um, he's looking like a threat. I noticed him against United. He got on the end of a few crosses. Um, I backed him to score any time in the last game against Brighton, which he did. So. After time in the Andy right here. But uh, <laughs> the fact that he's, are you one of these people? The fact that he scored twice in the last few games, would that put you off? Do you think he's less likely to score? It has no impact.
1: Uh, I actually do think he's less likely to score. Like it's, it's like the, the Dominic Carvalhoon thing where at the start of the season when I didn't bring him in, he was just like returning every single game. I was like, this won't continue. Like he's not going to finish the season on 50 goals. So he has to hit a patch. And I think he has now hit a patch. It always levels out. I suppose you're just you're rolling the dice because he could score for the next game, the next game, and then not score for the next four years. And that's how it balances out <laughs> four years. Like you know, if it balances out, you just don't know over what time. So you, you can't say 100. He's not going to, but it, it does play in the back in my mind. You're not going to... I streak that that doesn't continue, especially not for a defender. Yeah. Um. Cool.
0: Looking at other players, uh, there's not many now, but. I'd half think of bringing in Neto. He's still pretty cheap. I think he's more nailed than Pedence. And uh, he's pretty dangerous. Like, he's greedy. He shoots on sight. He takes some set pieces. I just think there's a kind of... There's a big pool of midfielders to pick from. So it might he might be a little bit further down the list. But he's made his way into some of my drafts. Uh, I'd have him ahead of Podence
1: Yeah. Uh, Pedence was dropped the last day. He wasn't on the bench either. Um, I don't know what happened. Is he injured or... I haven't heard
0: anything to be honest
1: uh, Your man Fabio Silva played the, f- the full game um, Neto played again I think I'd, I'd agree with that Torori's been in out of the team You can't rely on him There's no one else there I'd be Neto for me Um, And with as out At least he's probably starting up front Or at a very attacking position Like central
0: Cool And like you I kind of see a low scoring match I think if I'm going to pick anyone It'll be Wolves to win that So I'm more likely to get one or two of those players in Sice has been in a lot of my drafts right moving on to probably the MVPs of the blank game week Man City home to Brighton um, we're all going to have three Man City players are we?
1: I think if you're free hitting I think you have to I think that game just suits them as well um, like if you wanted a game for a City to run right I think something like Brighton is is one of those games that Brighton or a someone who plays openly and doesn't you know put 12 behind the ball when they play them um, so yeah I think the only problem is Who do you pick Like I have the easy ones But the two the easy ones I should say With Diaz and KDB I think they're the, Probably the most nailed Yeah uh, I have Foden as my third Which is 50-50 Potential Haulage Potential Not to make the squad But then you got other guys Like Sterling Aguero's going to come back in Is he going to play He came off the bench last day um, Mares get back in Cancelo Is Walker back fit <laughs> I don't know Pep Roulette
0: yeah that's the only problem with with this of course we all kind of lick our lips and get ready for massive points and then your players could be
1: benched so it probably is proven to be quite safe there's no way to call it either like it's not like other managers where like someone gets 90 minutes in a Europe then they're benched whatever he's just like like Mares just disappeared do you think he's undroppable nah he's dropped it's almost like someone Pep reads it and goes Mares is undroppable and he goes I'll show you (laughs) he just doesn't play him for the rest of the season So yeah, it kinda goes
0: against everything I believe in kind of playing your free hit super safe. Like I do like to take the odd risk, but with Man City, I just don't think it's worthwhile. Um I might I think I'm more likely unless I see Aguero getting minutes against United in the League Cup, doing well and then playing in the FA Cup, I don't think I can risk him. So I'm more likely to go for a city double up um in defense. So Diaz, and I'll just chance Cancelo. Like, we keep saying he's at risk of rotation, but I think that's now 11 out of 12 games he's uh, started. Uh, Benjamin Mendy can't stay out of trouble, so...
1: Yeah, I can't see him keeping his place. dinchenko's okay. But he's not going to be keeping a spot in the long term. So you'd imagine Walker comes back, Cancelo plays left, Walker drops out, Cancelo goes to right. Yeah. Um, he seems to be the guy who, who's more nailed at the moment.
0: He's getting that... Uh... I don't know if it's a kiss of death sometimes from Pep. He always likes to talk about players' condition and how good a condition they have and how they're great at recovering and then they get dropped the next game. <laughs> Seems to do it with Sterling quite a lot.
1: And then he goes, he needed a rest. He's like, fuck's sake.
0: Yeah. Did you hear about Mendy looking for his big bummed Latina? No.
1: No. I did see some clip about him talking about London girls, which is, I couldn't yeah. really understand
0: what he was talking about. Apparently he put in an order to some, I don't know if it was an escort agency or to send girls out to his house over New Year's and he wanted a big bummed Latina.
1: <laughs> specific. Yeah, very specific. Uh, I can't see him lasting there too much longer. The only reason you play him now is just he was a value up. Yeah. He hasn't even been playing well. It's not like it's messy and you kind of like cover it up and like, yeah, you grand. Don't worry about it. like he's been playing rubbish. The odd game. Would you have any interest in?
0: Uh, this might be going a bit left field and maybe slightly pointless, but uh, if Ederson wasn't back,
1: like I think he will be back. Like I don't think COVID lasts. That oh no, long. I was checking that out. Yeah, that's totally worth it. Is he back? I think he's going to be back, but yeah, I was looking into that as well. At the South goalie, was... yeah. He's a uh, four and a half million. Yeah, it would be nice, but maybe it's just a bit of a a pipe dream. Fuck it, stick him on your bench. Oh, you'd lose a city spot. That's your problem.
0: Yeah. True. How do you see that game going? How many are
1: City going to win by? I think it should be five or six nil, to be honest. Um, big, big Brighton fan, but they are going to try to play football, and they can't defend. They can't keep a clean sheet. Uh, maybe it depends, maybe on what team City put out. Uh, but if they played a normal full strength team, KDB in the middle, um, I didn't actually mind that kind of false nine position the last day. It actually worked really well against Chelsea. But I'd guess Aguero comes back in. For one, Jesus probably comes back in the second one. But uh, I'd say be four or five, six. I'd say it'll be like... Like City playing Over, over,
0: over three goals. Okay. Uh, so if City are like the MVPs, the next game is probably the most intriguing for me because I can't really... I alluded it to it at the start of the pod there. I am really thinking of betting against Spurs. And uh, like every man and their dog are going to have Sun... Kane, or Sun and Kane. So like if they blank and I don't have either, it could be massive. It could be risky. So Villa Spurs, who are you looking at for that one? Oh, this is such... Now, I don't know. Put aside how your...
1: I, how do I do this? Your <laughs> hatred of both teams. Yeah, but it's, to look at this it's equal. Um, to be honest, looking at them play, Villa are the better team. Um, but like you saw what Spurs did there to Leeds. Like, like Leeds they just killed leads, killed their spirit and soul, just sapped them, <laughs> left them up, flopping on the ground. Um, <laughs> I, I think Villa like kind of like that as well. Like they'll go at them, they'll be energetic um, and they could just get done on the counter and then you just keep trying to get forward, trying to get that goal back and Spurs just keep hitting you on the counter and Son and Kane are world-class. Like watching Kane play the last day, like his, his touch, his pass, his shooting, like a, they're all like super like top level and then son is just like an incredible finisher like you can't take anything away from those two but the team as a whole is just painful um i i was gonna bring in son and now i'm gonna go without um and part of that reason is just because foden played so well the last day and they have three games in quick succession i think he will play another 90 minutes of at least hopefully two of them so i'm sticking with foden and I'm going to go with Villa. Oh my God. are back Villa in that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I do like that angle. And it is something that I do like to do on a free hit. Like, now obviously not everybody's going to be free hitting. And the percentage of players that are is going to be quite low. But just when you're on Twitter and you see everyone's free hit teams and they're, they're all the exact same, sometimes you kind of get spooked into going for differentials and maybe you don't have to.
1: But, but I actually, It's not even free hit teams. like the normal average team now has one of them in it. Um, and especially on this blank week where even people aiming for this week will probably have a Spurs person. I mean, it's a massive flip for you if you can leave them out and actually hit the points. Even if it's even if it's not a Villa player, if it's you invest in Arsenal players instead of Spurs players. Yeah. Huge,
0: I think so. Um, I think when I kind of boil it all down I probably will have Sundan Kane to be honest I'm going to bottle it and <laughs> it's, it's not even bottling it they've just shown it time and time again you know they're the two boys that are going to combine did they get I want to say 25 points between them I know leads were kind of made for them ready made for them but you know Villa attack there's going to be space in behind
1: Tyron Mings is an idiot um, what's the most goals uh, Villa have conceded in one game this season do you know I'm looking it up here now to see
0: I couldn't tell you, but I'd say I think they conceded three against Southampton. Anyway,
1: they conceded yeah. three against Leeds. They yeah. lost four 3 to Sir Hampton in that game, uh, yeah. which was bizarre. And they lost three 0 to Leeds, but like those two games aside, like they've been probably one of the better for clean sheets. Um, a lot of one one goals and two from United. They they just they haven't seemed to be the team who are going to get turned over by a good few. I think they'll be in this game until the end either at nil all or one goal behind looking for an equaliser I can't see them being turned over like 2-3 or three nil easily yeah I can see both
0: teams scoring so I'm not going to have a goalie or a defender from either I think I am going to just have Son and Kane and Grealish has been in most of my, most of my free hit teams because he just looks dangerous against everyone and if they had someone up front other than Wally Watkins as I now call him <laughs> so he'd have a lot more assists but he just looks so dangerous you know he's just so, I don't know
1: Whew, uh, Grealish, oh, Grealish Grealish I'm struggling to leave him out um, well on a, on a free hit like surely you can afford him if you're not going Oh, you're saying you will have Son and Kane and Grealish yeah uh,
0: at the minute my midfield is fairly set I'll talk about it now I think we're going to go through our own teams very briefly once we do this but I find that match hard to call I'm going to go
1: I'm going to go two, think, 2 1 to either team. I don't know who. Yeah, so you're going with Sun Kane and Grealish. There's a lot of money in a game that could potentially be like a 1 all, 2 1 kind of thing. Yeah, I know. And you got this, the next game then, which is probably even more potential for goals in it the way they've been playing.
0: Yeah, but who do you pick? So final game uh, Arsenal, Crystal Palace, rejuvenated Arsenal. I think they've won three on the bounce. They've looked quite good in the process, and um, and they're playing a Palace team who have conceded ten goals against Liverpool and Villa in the last few weeks. So they're not as tight as they they have yeah. been in seasons gone by. Arsenal are looking quite. Were you telling me their XG is one of the better of the teams? Yeah, in the I last
1: mean, no one beats somebody four nil. You're kind of going, oh, you know, they got a penalty or a free kick or something. Like their XG matched what they what they've been doing. It's always a good sign. Of uh, you know, playing well when you're matching the numbers. It's not Pluke. you know, it's not an XG of one nil and they've scored four penalties like so or, or I should say free kicks for that really penalties have a high XG. But um no, I think they look really good. Ever since your man roe came in, saka has been playing well, Lacazette's in the goals. Uh, Tierney looks like he's he's kind of found some form. If they could get rid of Bellerin, who's been a bit mopey at right back, maybe um Malin Niles or something, but um, I think they're pretty good.
0: Is it is there a danger that it's a bit of a false dawn? Are we all going to get suckered in to bringing in two or three Arsenal players and then Palace beat them one 0
1: or it's one all or? But it's a good game to take that risk, isn't it? Because it's not like they're playing Southampton or who else is a league kind of Villa or a whoever like where they could actually get turned over. Like it's a good game, I think, to take that punt. Yeah,
0: and Kirk's, what choice do we have? We've limited games. You have to kind of.
1: Yeah, I suppose go first, for some going, of them. Back, going back to the start, like where if you're picking the winners from each of these games, you don't have as many teams, obviously, to pick from. So are you going with two or three Arsenal players and just going all in that they're going to beat Palace? Is it yeah. a defender, or a midfielder, or an attacker?
0: They're so cheap as well, the Arsenal players. Like their defence and their midfield is very cheap because I won't be going anywhere near Aubameyang. He's shown no form and then there's cheaper players completely outperforming him in that team. Yeah. So when you look down at it, like there's players like four point something million, five point something million. Even Lacazette is probably the most expensive option. At, I think he's about eight point two now.
1: You can have you can yeah. have Smith Rowe and Saka for the same price as some.
0: Yeah, and uh, Smith Rowe is a he's a great enabler for that week. Like you don't even have to play him. Four point four million on your bench. He he's going to come on if anybody doesn't play, and there's a good chance that he he'll do something in that game. I think it's a, a great option.
1: I think he's a good point as well. Maybe people won't stick him in. Maybe he's not a, a well-known name. Um, the average Joe is going to go with the sun and the greenish and whatever. And you've got this guy who's playing out of skin. He's got a huge goal involvement, XG figures for the last three. Um, he's probably due a goal. So, I mean, maybe that's that's a good differential. Any interest in any Palace players? Is not that really. That easy. Yeah. I mean, like I, I don't want, I think this is an easy game for me to pick a team. I'm, I'm going with Arsenal and yeah. I would only stick with Arsenal players if you wanted to if you were thought Palace are going to do them um, you're probably going for a clean sheet you're probably looking for maybe a defender and Zaha I say if they beat them it'll be like a 1 or 2 nil. Uh, I don't think it's going to be like a 4-3 type of game cool very good so yeah I, I'm going 2
0: 3 nil Arsenal in that one so I agree with you get in 2 or 3 Arsenal players cheap it's easy to do yeah hopefully cheerful so yeah, we've gone through the games there. Um, do you have your team open there? Tell me a bit about your team because you're not free hitting. What are you doing? <laughs> Fucking. Just there's plenty my mind of people. Five minutes. Plenty of people on Twitter, and I keep referring to Twitter because they're probably most of our listeners, like random FPL managers who just go on and click buttons, probably don't listen to podcasts. So I know it's a small sample size, but I can see that plenty of people are deciding to go with kind of scraping a team of six to eight to nine to ten players together and getting through the week and saving their free hit for another day is that what you're doing
1: yeah so i've been building my team slowly for the last couple of weeks just to be able to get seven or eight players in this game week um i was going to bench a couple of my high prize players so like sal robertson fernandez robin bench the addition of the united game has actually been a bit of a pain to hold because Whereas I would have had seven or eight players, there's now people who can bring in three United players for that blank game week. And that means there's a potentially bigger score to be had with those players in there. So I think I was kind of getting 40 to 50 points with my eight players. But now that people can bring in United players, I think the ceiling has gone up, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I'm probably at a bit of a loss then because I'm going to lose ground on people again. But I mean I've got three city players, Fernandez, Wilson, uh Dyer and Larice. I mean, I've got big players from big teams, one sided, that if the results go the right way. I probably won't even know the difference um, of having my free hit versus not a free hit. I've got good captain options. Um and then I've got the only player whose stands out has been a bit rubbish is Brewster. But he's playing at home against Newcastle. It's not the worst. I like he probably Get half an hour, probably pl- maybe play from the start. And if he's going to score a goal, it's going to be against a poor performing Newcastle team. Um, I still have transfer to make, and I might take a hit rather than take a zero uh, for the players. So I'm not playing any chips. I can't now. I think it'd be a waste if I, I've built my team to a point over the last few weeks that if I was to play for a hit now, I'd only be changing three or four players. It just feels now a waste if I was to switch to that strategy Um and I'm going to keep my free hit until it's double game week hopefully for a City game Um City-Villa is it um, and I can get in three City players playing two games in that week I, think, I don't know who else either United were the other, the other team likely get double game week there but now you've got Spurs who have a, a game due and oh City have two games due now don't they
0: bad news for you Kirksey City and Villa is in game week 19 so you're not getting that later oh, down
1: sorry. the line it's what's the game that was called off was Man City Newcastle called off Man City Fulham I can't remember Fulham Spurs was called off and City Newcastle was it but like I don't really care who City are playing like they're gonna it's not against Liverpool and it's not against United or Chelsea it's gonna be I think it's Burnley or fucking Newcastle or somebody like I mean when I free hit I'm gonna have six players at least playing two games and I think that's going to close the gap on whatever points I lose in week 18. That's the plan. There you that's go.
0: Fair enough. And look, it's a good plan. I know I've been laughing at you off air on WhatsApp and telling you <laughs> you're gone against your Kirk's ways, but like it makes perfect sense. Um, so yeah, uh, I think plenty of people have been looking to that strategy as well. Lots of people love just holding on to things for dear life. I never thought you oh, would be yeah, one of them. I, but, I'm not uh, here we are dear
1: life <laughs> I have a plan to use it the same way you have a plan to use your bench boost and world card um, and even got the season's gone by I, I've never really used my free hit on a blank I've always tried to use it on a double I just think it's just a bit more infinite that's fair enough uh, I'm at the opposite end of the
0: spectrum there I only have four players I've always had three or four players uh, Bruno kind of became an option when United got the Burnley game in there but it's still not enough for me to have decided to build towards that week like you know two or three game weeks out just was always going to free hit just it's a lot easier for me and I do think it's not just pure laziness I think there is opportunity there for me to like you said get points on the board but get a lot of points on the board and kind of hopefully smash I was thinking about this Kirk's right I don't have to smash teams like you who have been setting yourself up for blank game week 18 or other teams like that, or other teams who are free hitting. I'm going to smash a lot of players who don't have a clue what they're doing. They've no blank game week strategy. They don't realize that that deadline's on a Tuesday. (laughs) They don't know that half the teams aren't playing. Like, do you know what I mean? I've been kind of looking for ways to beat everybody and then kind of just realize I just have to pick a nice
1: template, strong oh, pre-hit team. Oh, template, strong team. Kane's son. I can name your team now if this is where you're going to go. No, I'm going to take the odd risk.
0: But You're going to take one risk, and it's going to be on your bench. <laughs> one to two risks. But uh, I think it's a good option for me now. And uh, look, we don't know what's going to happen. The season, like elite sport is going ahead, according to Boris yesterday. But that doesn't mean that it will be there, you know, two months down the line when you were planning to use chips. I'm just going to get it out of the way get my points and worry about it later. Well, so best of luck. When we're free hitting anyway, I'm going to just go through it quickly because some people want to know what, they wanted to know what your ideal free hit team was. I don't want to go into that. We've talked a lot about players, but just the main people for me, goalie, I'm bringing in Darlow. It's the only one I'm really looking at. I've actually gone out of game week 18 here now, so I don't have the fixtures. Kirk's. Can you find out what City game was postponed? It's doing my head in. I can't find it. It wasn't Newcastle. They bet Newcastle 2-0. It was in game week 16. Uh, 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 Sorry um, to go off on a tangent. So goalies, I'm looking at Darlow. That's probably it, to be honest. Uh, You could bring in that Stefan Guy for City if you thought that Ederson was still going to be out. But I think it is a waste of a City slot. If you were backing against Spurs, like I'm thinking of, you could kind of get Martinez, but nah. And Leno, is Leno a bit of a waste
1: of an Arsenal asset, even though he's sub-5? No, I actually, the the double game week has put me off, but I actually have him as maybe my keeper after the the blank. Yeah,
0: so it's probably going to be Darlow anyway, but there are my thoughts on goalies. Then defenders, could have a Newcastle defender. I'll probably have a United defender. I will probably have Roman Sice of Wolves. I'll I'll have at least one Man City defender I could double up there so you're looking at Diaz, Cancelo even Stones if you want to take a chance that he starts won't have any defenders from Villa or Spurs I think both teams will score and then Arsenal you're looking at Holding, Tierney anyone else? Um, I think they're the two safest really for me Um, Defenders? Yeah from Arsenal
1: Yeah I I actually um, I was saying on the WhatsApp the other day Gabriel's back for that game and he seemed to be like the number one starting centre back. I think he is oh, nailed when
0: he's not suspended or coveted. I wonder what kind of shape he's going to be in.
1: I'd say he's okay. Like, I'd say he's been training and stuff, but who do you drop? Like, I mean, your man, Mari,'s come in and they've been playing well. Like, maybe he doesn't. Uh, that's why I sold him in the end. I was like, I don't think yeah. he'll get his place back straight away. Um, and then in the long run, surely it's Holden who loses his spot in the long, long run. Like, as in going forward, Arsenal's centre half is going to be Mari and Gabriel, isn't it? Yeah, possibly. Um, Holden's done nothing wrong
0: though. He's kind of an easy kind of fall guy or someone just to kind of kick to the curb. But like he's been playing quite well. He should be playing for Newcastle. <laughs> you just can't get over that that move didn't go through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my midfield kind of picks itself. So there's Bruno, KDB, Son. I probably have Grealish. Then I'm looking at maybe one of Saka, Neto, um, who's the guy Smith. Is it Smith Row? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have a cheap kind of I
1: go Saka if you can afford them. That sounds like very strong.
0: Yeah, and I'm thinking of playing either three five two or four four two. So I'd love to have five midfielders. Um and then up front I'm gonna have Brewster, so he's an easy guy to bench, and then definitely Kane, and then at the minute it's one of Martial or Lacazette. They both have their risks, they're both kind of flavour
1: of the month. Martial's that, I'll go Wilson and Saka, as opposed to um, cheaper midfielder and more expensive striker
0: yeah I suppose just another couple of things I want to mention is just your bench uh, your man Douglas from Leeds is a great guy to get in for this week he's 3.8 million doesn't oh, yeah. play in the league he doesn't have a game but he's 3.8 million put him as your third sub if you're Willie and you're just a little bit more risk averse risk averse Willy, get in Mitchell he's 3.9 million and he started the last two games so I thought
1: he'd be be rotated out again.
0: Okay. Yeah, he might. He started the last two games and he's played pretty well. He was man of the match in one and they kept a clean sheet in the other. I know it was against Sheffield United. But I'd imagine he's going to keep his place. And even if he is just your second sub and he somehow makes his way onto your team, you're going to get a point or two out of him. And like, God forbid Arsenal blank, then you're getting a sneaky six to eight points out of him as well. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on free hit. Um, I'll probably post my actual free hit team on Twitter, Kirks, where you won't see it, but... I think I pretty know what it is anyway. Actually, there's a little exercise for you. Once I've hit confirm, I want you to guess what it is. And out of 15, I'd be disappointed if you don't get 14, the way you're talking. (laughs) You're so goalie. I'll just look for a cheap one, I suppose. One thing I want to say as well when we're talking about willy risk averse willy who's made the ultimate boo-boo <laughs> and uh already activated his free hit yeah. i'm going to be keeping my free it sounds like captain hindsight now 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 uh, and uh for people who've already done it it's not very helpful but if you haven't used it i'm I'm not hitting that button till 30 minutes before the deadline i'll have my team finalized but just in case of postponements or the season getting paused yeah, injuries or injuries and whatever, but um, matches missing out. It's just a bit safer to do that. But as you got a hundred percent record now for fucking up every chip he's used so far at the minute, yeah, which isn't like him. That is incredible. But uh, yeah, delight, I was delighted to see that. So I was, uh, <laughs> and look, holding on to my free hit till the last minute isn't any kind of guarantee that I'm not gonna be the victim of postponements. Like that deadline's on Tuesday, City yeah. don't play till Wednesday. Spurs the play is, Wednesday, Arsenal play players.
1: Thursday. They don't release the players' names of who get sick either. So like East City at last day had four players. Yeah. Uh, six players. It was it two and then an additional four? And they wouldn't tell you who they were. So you don't actually know anyway. Like I'd lost Gabriel for three games, like ten minutes before kickoff. Yeah.
0: And that's it. Like, I'm not going to be smug until I get to Thursday and I see the Arsenal lineup and they actually kick off, and all my players have played. Because even keeping
1: the free hit to the last minute, you still could get screwed. It's just
0: one of those. It's just it's the times we live in, Kirks. You do need a
1: sub or two, don't you? Because at least if someone does get uh, COVID and they're isolating, they're not coming on. So Yeah,
0: I think I'm going to have one,
1: switch. one
0: okay playing sub, one absolute fodder playing sub, like Mitchell, and then like a Douglas, an absolute no-hoper, but, uh, which is probably different to other years, because usually it would be... I just yeah. even have a sub, like you yeah, just know yeah, who exactly guys yeah. are going to play
1: the four cheapest players
0: you possibly can. Yeah, right. Before I move on from game Week eighteen, captain, there's quite a few options, but who are you going for? Who are the who are the options, and who are you going for?
1: Uh, I imagine people who have Kane, Son, Fernandes, De Bruyne. I suppose it's between Fernandes and De Bruyne for me. No, they're best. The two best games. They're the two best players. Is there anybody else? I wouldn't really be taking an Arsenal player. I don't mind having them in there as cheap options, but not captains.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, the same as that. I think Bruno or KDB, I'll decide closer at the time, but I think it's like this week gone by, there was three or four good options and most of them scored. Yeah. Only the Salahs, which Salah was top captain as well, though. so it worked out okay. Don't overthink it. Uh, obviously, you could make a case for Spurs. Spurs are just so hard to judge.
1: They really only score like, like proper low chance goals, so like, yeah, and oh, the, that goal where Massilié passed it out to him—it's like, oh, what a—he does that every game, he does it good, good keeper, every game, though. He
0: does it at least once every game. Yeah, he's keeper. a good shot stopper.
1: Bad footballer. <laughs> <laughs> a bad thinker. Yeah, not a thinker. Thinker. Sorry. It was it was some uh, finish by though I really like that. That was really good. Yeah.
0: All right. So we'll move on. Um, anything else you want to mention before I move on, Kirk? Because I'd like to give you the. The opportunity, because you have all these these great ideas.
1: We will add our scores from this week and add our scores from the week where I play my free hit and see between the two strategies which one worked out. I'm well up for that, especially seeing as you mightn't get to play your free hit, (laughs) (laughs) but then it's void, obviously. You know, and add um, my free hit points if I don't play it.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds like a plan. And I've said that I said that somewhere else. Like I can't really judge if this has been a big success or not until others use it in those other weeks so we'll move on to I believe it's questions Kirk's it's question time it's question time which I don't have open in front of me but
1: uh just ask just ask any question.
0: I wanted to ask you what your favorite uh Christmas song was last pod and I forgot but uh don't answer that now (laughs) keep us next year I was actually raging I was like because I I was having bets with my wife about it we were both kind of trying to predict what your favorite christmas song was but yeah don't don't answer that so yeah moving on to questions question time and um, first question comes in from toby c new asker of questions i believe so welcome thinking of a free hit to get this thoughts please so i suppose i'm gonna to have to share this you're gonna use
1: you. the magic of science and share this on my screen
0: yeah, now we've talked a lot about free hits and Game Week 18 in general, so we don't have to go into too much detail. But just what do you think of this guy's... is a template. ...possible team? Um, Do you have it now? It's coming up on screen, and I have it. Live radio. This is incredible. So the team on the right is his current team, and he's moving to this other team. Now, ignore the fact that Bamford and Kyle Walker-Peters are in it. I've told them that they're not playing and to remove them, so he's going to be getting rid of them. But what do you think of the kind of the
1: core of that team? Uh, it's pretty much as you expect. So his Son, Kane, De Bruyne, Fernandez, Diaz. Then he's got Mina in there, which is interesting. Which he he already owns Mina. I know
0: it makes no difference on a free hit team, but he's obviously just deciding to keep. Yeah, okay. Look, I think
1: we we were saying earlier on we think that's going to be a low scoring game, one the either way. So, like I. Think a defender from either one of those teams is fine. Mina, it's expensive. He's, he's expensive, but like you probably don't have to spend your budget on your free anyway. He still has one point two in the bank. I mean, is probably a decent bet for a corner. I mean, take your pick. It could be any of the size keen Mina to score from a, a corner in, in that game, but that's fine. Has Saka? Susic isn't playing. No, needs to get rid of him. Um. Yeah, so I'd imagine the players who aren't playing are going to become um, the other popular players. <laughs> yeah, so, like, like I Grealish. said,
0: don't have to go into too much detail because we've talked about it a lot there and hope you, hopefully it's helped Toby with
1: some you know, of his there's, thoughts. There's not a lot more you can do. Like I know like I'm taking a piss out of you saying you're going to go full template, but when you look through the, the fixtures you don't have a lot of wiggle room if if you're playing your free hit. And like you said, you're going to hopefully smash all the people who don't play it, who don't know it's there, who don't realise who's playing, who's not playing. It is, it picks its, I think once you activate the free hit, I'd say eight out of your starting picks itself. Definitely eight, yeah. I'm definitely going to pick,
0: I think the free hit, to completely nail your free hit, it's about, it's getting lucky, like you need to nearly pick some of these kind of wacky differential picks and hope that it's just the week where they go nuts
1: yeah I think I think that, I prefer that now so Mina is maybe a good example of that like right it's a low scoring game take a defender and if someone's going to nick this maybe it's from a corner who who could score that Mina could get on the end of something hasn't done all season maybe this is the game you will that's a bit of a punt that's yeah. probably the best way to approach it
0: or even the likes of you've already mentioned Cavani you have Foden in your team like you can't really guarantee that he's going to start but if he does start against Brighton he's a great pick and you might be able to guesstimate based on cup minutes, but you can't really, can you? But he just might be someone to take a punt on. You just go, he's cheap. I'm going to take a punt on him. I have a playing sub
1: on my bench. Yeah, so the, like we're saying like the Temple team is pretty much there to be to be had with like a Cavani, a Foden, no Spurs, go to Grealish instead, go to three Arsenal players. You, you could mess it up a good bit if you wanted to. Yeah, I have a um, feeling
0: you're trying to, Coax me into making some mistakes on my free <laughs> hit by calling it template E and all of a sudden I've brought in a chenk Tossin from Everton or someone.
1: Not he's gonna happen. Goal. He's not gonna goal, happen. <laughs> um, no, but there's, there's reasonable ones in there, like Lacazette is in there. Like that's that's a, he's not an absolute guarantee template, but like he's he's a good. Mini differential I wouldn't say he's very differential I think he is going to be differential From the teams I've looked at But I'm kind of worried about
0: him Because he's actually only started I think two out of the last five games and
1: He's only taken
0: nine shots In those five games So They have to
1: play the same 11 again Don't they? Yeah, I suppose The first time they've had Any sort of momentum I'd be surprised if they made a change So are we saying The core
0: of Toby's team there Is good when he gets rid of the guys who aren't playing and brings in the other kind of templatey guys, it's going to be a solid free-hit team.
1: Yeah, I mean, he has the bones with there. I mean, who's who's coming in? Wilson, maybe up front instead of Bamford. Um, holding at the back, maybe instead of Walker-Peters. That's it. So check out. Yep. Uh, who's, I don't know what kind of money he's got left over then, but yeah. he's got Smith-Rose. Kirk, it's not 4. your job. It's not your job. Fix <laughs> your team. Let's move on.
0: Are you still seeing the questions now? I am. This is great. So now you can see my Twitter, Kirks. Wow. Looks Uh, really good. Okay, FPL Quinner, a good friend. No, he's not a good friend of the show. He's not even a friend of the show. He only listened to it for the first time a few weeks ago. So a new listener of the show (laughs) saying, how's the free hit draft coming along, Drew? Loading up on City, United and Arsenal. Yes, we've talked about that. Uh, You got all the thoughts there, but pretty much, yeah. As Kirk said, I'm just so predictable. You know, I'm going to have all those. (laughs) Um Finton says classic smugby. Fair enough. <laughs> it's not a question. <laughs> I don't know. See, I kind of I framed this with showing everybody my 10 green arrows and ask for questions. Like I can just fit it into Anahin Kirk's.
1: I might have the record number of red arrows a season. Actually, like proper, like difficult to beat. Yeah. Uh, like red arrows.
0: Friend of the show, Slim Shady. Uh graduated to friend of the show last year. Pride moment for us Kirks getting these new friends of the show. Don't you agree? Yes. Very good. Uh I think we've covered that. Best players to get in and a free hit team, some differentials also. We'll we just be repeating ourselves, so yeah, it's, it's in it's the pot there. Yeah. And um, Tom Mariarty, another good friend of the show says look forward to it. Don't think you've mentioned the green arrows enough though. And um, Another friend, of the I can't show. remember
1: the accent you used at the start, but I'll, I'll listen back to this later on to, just to make sure I got it yeah. right.
0: Alan Duggan, I suppose this is a question, very brief one. Arsenal discuss so we've kind of got into it a little bit with the free hit talk and the game week 18. And, do you think they are back though? Do you think this is a
1: they've been playing well? I mean, we, we touched on it earlier on. Um, I, I think he's made a few little changes like he switched to formation, he's gone 4 4 2 now, hasn't he? Or he is he gone back again? Fuck, I can't even remember. I've watched so much football on the camera, which is which. Um, but I think the addition of Smith-Rowe in the middle, he's been playing out with skin. Lacazette reinstated on the goal scoring form, him. Um, they just look to have clicked a little bit more. It looks, looks to be a, a, just a bit better balance between going forward and defending. Um, I'd like to think they're, they're, they're back. It's, I don't know. I suppose, like you said, they they got... you have it on screen there now Chris Palace at home Newcastle at home they're two good fixtures Sampton away could be tricky and then United Wolves tricky tricky but the next two games I expect to win to win both those games
0: yeah and do you think the single fixture in game week 19 is enough to hold your Arsenal players if you have them
1: cheap ones yeah I mean if you wanted a bench boost 19 that's probably the best way in there something like that
0: okay that makes sense to me um, I've nothing really to add to that. the The only thing I do have to add to that is, uh, they're doing that with a like twelve million hole in their midfield of who has done absolutely nothing. Can you imagine he caught some sort of fire? Which I just can't see. He's just anonymous.
1: I think well, he's thirty two now. I think his last uh, contract might have just re- <laughs> mentally retired him. Um,
0: <laughs> it's one thing I like about Arteta though is that he plays all these young kind of players. Like he yeah,
1: he's back. Um, he's a good player, actually. I like him.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I think Arsenal definitely a team to look at for game week eighteen, game week nineteen. I'm
1: going back to check what formation they played. Yeah, four two three one. I knew they changed the four to back. I'm always on before that. Um, I, I I think the balance is just better. Maybe it's just that difference, right? So they've gone from five to back, which was an extra center half, and they've taken him out and they've added Row in the number ten, and. He's just energetic and attacking and like will take a looks to have a pass on him and take a risk. And it's just changed him completely. That that one person out of the fence and into attack. If, like, yeah. like you said, if Obama Yang was somebody a bit more energetic, I think they'd be even more dangerous.
0: I seen uh Ozel given Smith Rodell underhanded compliment on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I think Ozil has the best job in sports at the minute he's like Arsenal's cheerleader on Twitter but it's real I read them as subtle digs at the team even when they're winning so he yeah. said something like good to see Arsenal playing a number 10 Smith Rowe exactly what they needed which is yeah I, I should be
1: playing number 10
0: a subtle dig yeah but uh, yeah I think Arsenal definitely a team for the next couple
1: of weeks I bet you uh, Smith Rose will run more than Ozil has like the last two seasons on Fortnite or at football (laughs) you cover a lot of
0: ground on Fortnite Uh, next question comes in from another good friend of the show Fintan Donnelly Salah is removable not a question but discuss took out KDB for Bruno KDB back for Salah I think I think you could do that as part of your chip strategy for game week 18 and double game week 19
1: yeah, he's always the type of player, though, who, who punishes people who don't have him. Um, but like, I've got a lot of money invested in Liverpool at the moment for three players. Like, So I'm thinking about downgrading Robertson. Um, the clean sheets aren't there. We're playing two midfielders. If you want to save money and upgrade somebody, I my preference would be to start with the Trents and Robertsons and to hold on to Salah as long as you can. Only because he's, he's just as likely to be shy, 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 and then pop up with a hat-trick. He hasn't looked great in the last three blanks, though. I think he's looked a little bit off it. He still um, could have had a few goals. I mean, he missed... Uh, he missed a target with... Uh, not the last game, the game before. He had um, two
0: bad misses. Like He usually hits the target, but like... You know, that one, little... The far a, corner curler. A bendy one into the far corner, like not even...
1: He also with that, was it a one-on-one on one he missed as well? He put it wide of the post. He tried to, to kind of dig it out and again, spin it into the, the bottom corner. I think he missed. Like, but... They're to the find margins, like he gets that goal and a goal last game. And we're here saying, Oh, he's not playing well, but he's always ticking along. and He's FPL royalty. Blah blah. blah. He misses those chances, and suddenly it's like, Sell him, get rid of me. Um, I don't know, but look, if his
0: teammates have had a meeting and agreed not to pass it to him, what
1: chances <laughs> well, he have? yeah, he's still on penalties as well. Um, if they get any, whoa, yeah, um. I don't think it's a bad call. De Bruyne looks like he he played really well the last day. It's just a bit of a... It's a bit of a jerk, knee-jerk reaction. I did it again. Nailed another phrase. <laughs> it's a bit um, of a jerk move. It's a jerk-ass move. Uh, De Bruyne has one good game, and, but he's, he hasn't been playing brilliantly. We were talking with him two weeks ago, saying like he looks off and looks a bit slow and hands in the air and waving around. So he's had a good game. They had a, a good win. Salah's had two bad games. You know if you switched them, you could also get burned, but FOMO... You can't uh, hold on to Shite either for too long, expecting it to turn around. Yeah, and CKDB is currently negotiating a new contract by himself, no agent. I love that. Yeah, I, I saw the rumors he's rejecting the first contract. Like, how do they know that already? If and if they already know that, why offer it to him? <laughs> I don't know. Who leaks it? Maybe got to
0: sell it. papers, Kirk's. Yeah. Um, it is kind of it's a safe enough move in that Salah doesn't have a game in eighteen.
1: And then- like, uh, you can't get him back in. You'll, you'll probably most people who have him will lose 0.4. point three, point four, won't they? Yeah, I think what price do you know? Maybe he's gone down in price. Actually, maybe that's bullshit.
0: Fixtures aren't great.
1: He's seven. He's twelve point six now. What did I buy him at? He started at twelve. Yeah. Okay. So you you could lose point three on him.
0: Yeah, um, I'm saying this to had as someone who had no intention of selling them. I'm just looking at the fixtures. I'm kind of thinking back to those three games. You, you could get rid of them. I'm probably not
1: going to.
0: I turned could, into the new safety
1: it, Sam. You could get rid of them, but I've got Robertson who I want to get rid of first. If I'm going to do that.
0: I think if Fintan wants, I think if the option is KDB or Salah, I'd, I'd get rid of them for KDB. You've already listed out KDB's fixtures. They're lovely. And he has about four home games in five.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, if I didn't have KDB, I'd be looking to get him in for whatever way I could. Yeah, okay, that's true. I suppose I have both of them, so I suppose maybe that's why I'm talking about not getting rid of him, But um, there must be somebody else in there. If maybe he has a cane or a son who I don't.
0: Okay, and we'll move on to the final question of the week, Kirk's from another very good friend of the show, FPL Uncorked, Keen. I think you're you're kind of covering this in your game week eighteen strategy. So you have talked about it a lot, but What are your thoughts on going into the blank game week with half a dozen highly-owned assets plus a few cheapies? It's a strategy of holding rank over gaining rank, marathon, not a sprint, and all
1: that. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what I'm doing. Um, I won't have a full 11, but I'm going to have Diaz, Foden, De Bruyne, Fernandez, Wilson, Dyer, Lloris. I mean, I'm only missing a sack a holding uh, and probably one premium. I'm probably down one premium on... what. Like you're you down a like, Kane or a Son, yeah, and like I could even take a hit and actually maybe even get one of them in if I was willing to sell Salah, I could actually probably get both of them or at least Kane. Um, but no, that's that's my plan, and um, all of them won't hopefully score, which is what I'm banking on. Um, Villa to do Spurs or, you know, Burnley to hold United, like that's kind of what I'm gambling on. Yeah, I said it earlier. I, I agree
0: with that, especially because I know that's been your strategy all along. And I know it's Keen's strategy the last few weeks. So you can't really change your minds now. It's too late. No. Like, you're going with it. <laughs> stuck um, with it. You're both kind of looking for confirmation bias at this stage. You're stuck with it. Uh, the only thing I'll say is like, it's about holding rank over gaining rank. Don't underestimate how much I might smash both of you on my free hit when I pick four uber differentials and they all go
1: big <laughs> your wood differential is going to be smith row as your first so <laughs> second on my two. bench and not get near my team so yeah, yeah that's
0: okay. that's the questions um i'm very tempted to read out the placings in our league for the first time in about six months but i won't do that <laughs> i have some uh, sense of shame but yeah that brings us to the end of this podcast i think Kirk's, anything any last nuggets of wisdom you have to give people for blank game week 18? It's miles
1: away as well. Um, no, I suppose that we're here at 18 and 19 directly behind it. Don't forget there's more fixtures straight after. Um, and some teams have very good fixtures who we haven't been talking about. Um, Chelsea have Burnley, Sheffield United, Newcastle after game week 20. Um, City have a nice run of fixtures. United have a nice run of fixtures. And um, even Leicester I'm scrolling through the the fixture things here like there is more games after these two game weeks so yeah don't cripple yourself very good
0: point Kirks. and before we leave it who's going to win the league at this moment in time
1: I still think Liverpool will I think they need a centre half Um, I think it can't be underestimated how much of a negative effect that has on the team Um, and they'll either buy somebody or Maddock will come back or something will happen but you can't win games playing two centre midfielders I think Henderson and Wijnaldum were the main fault for that goal Ing scored if you're watching back I think Jamie Carragher highlighted it really well so to me they're not playing badly I think they're just they're just missing players Fair Oh, except for, except for Trent who is playing badly <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we'll leave it there um, end of the podcast if you did stick with us this far thanks as always for listening we're the FPL Renegades it's at Renegades FPL on Twitter give us a listen well You've already listened, but give us a share, tell all Listen your friends, again. tell your family, spread the word. And um, we really do appreciate it. All your you're do ju- <laughs> it's all I got, Kirk, it's kind of programmed into me.
1: Yeah, I'd say programmed into me as well. I just hear what I want.
0: But yeah, everyone, stay safe and enjoy Blank Game Week 18. Thanks for listening. Good luck and good night. Goodbye. Whoa, that was I'm new. Change. That was new. <laughs>